I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts before midnight. Heads up youth in Prince George's County. I will be extending the curfew. In Largo, I'm John Doman. In Montgomery County, there's now a push for a more anti-racist school system. I'm Melissa Howell. Wall Street didn't admit it's the closing bell Tuesday. The Dow was up 36, NASDAQ down 116. It's 4 o'clock. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Despite Ukrainian bravery, Russia continues to fire missiles at civilians and infrastructure in the country it invaded in February. More from CBS's Skylar Henry. More than seven months into the war, Ukraine has shocked the world with its ability to fight off their invaders on the ground. But Russia continues striking from the sky, launching a barrage of missiles across Ukraine that killed more than a dozen civilians this week. We will resist, this woman said, noting she was still going to work despite the danger. Three members of the Los Angeles City Council are facing intense public pressure to resign because of a racially charged discussion about another council member's black child. These people stabbed us and shot us and, and cut the spirit of Los Angeles. LA City Council Member Mike Bonner took the microphone before a raucous council meeting, talked about a secretly recorded conversation in which the now former council president makes racist comments about Bonin's son. My husband and I are both uh, raw and angry and heartbroken and sick. The conversation involves three council members and a labor leader who has since resigned. Council members have apologized. First, you must resign and then ask for forgiveness. Craig Figner for CBS News, Los Angeles. There were closing arguments Tuesday in the penalty phase for the Parkland school shooter. The Florida jury will now decide whether to sentence the man to death. CBS's Christian Benavides is covering the story at the courthouse in Fort Lauderdale. The defense has tried to paint their client in a sympathetic light, saying he was poisoned in the womb and doomed from the start. A broken, brain-damaged, mentally ill young man. Their only goal at this point, persuading at least one juror to spare his life. NASA now says the tiny spacecraft that crashed into a small asteroid two weeks ago has shifted the asteroid's orbit. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson. The team has confirmed that the spacecraft's impact altered the amorphous orbit around Didymos by 32 minutes and therefore successfully moved its trajectory. A now former San Antonio, Texas rookie police officer has been charged in last week's shooting of a teenager who was eating a hamburger in his car in the McDonald's parking lot. James Brennan now faces two counts of aggravated assault in the October 2nd shooting of 17-year-old Eric Cantu, who remains hospitalized in critical condition and on a ventilator. This is CBS News. If you hold an associate's degree from a Maryland community college, you've already succeeded. And now you can take the next step toward the future you want. At University of Maryland Global Campus, you can turn your Maryland associates into a bachelor's for $12,000 or less with our completion scholarship. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Succeed again with career-relevant programs, personalized advising, and 100% online and hybrid courses. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. WTOP at 403. 
Good Wednesday morning, October 12th, 2022. Welcome to the middle of your week. Partly sunny, very nice today. I should reach around 73. You're waking up to 56 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we do ride into this Wednesday together. Transportation issues locally is where we begin the ride. A last attempt to save the old span of the nice Middleton Bridge from destruction has been struck down this week by a federal judge, meaning after a ribbon cutting later today, this Wednesday, the dreams of some turn it into turn it into a path between Charles County, Maryland and King George County, Virginia. For cyclists and walkers alike, those dreams will be dashed. The dismantling comes despite an attempt by several cycling groups to save the old span for recreational use. The court challenge of the demolition, according to those behind it, came after the opening of the new bridge was recently moved to this week from an expected 2023 start. We certainly were very disappointed. David Brinkley is with the Dahlgren Railroad Heritage Association. He says a federal judge told them they didn't meet the high bar required to stop the bridge from coming down. Now this historic nice bridge will be lost forever, and that is such a, 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 a tragedy. In court filings, the state and federal agencies being sued called the plan for the old bridge unworkable, unaffordable, and unsafe. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Maryland Transportation Authority says in a statement this week it appreciates that the court recognized the facts of the case and denied the request for a temporary restraining order for the demolition of the old span. Meantime, environmental groups are suing to stop the Beltway 270 toll lane project in Montgomery County. In this case, a federal suit claims the project is harmful, unnecessary, would increase air pollution and cost drivers millions in new tolls. And the group say the toll still, the toll lane still would not address the region's traffic problems. WTOP at 4.05. In other news, this early morning on WTOP, that curfew has actually been extended locally. Stricter enforcement of the teen curfew in Prince George's County will go on at least until the end of this year. County leaders say this morning there's been a noticeable drop, they think, in crime over the last month. And so they are extending the enforcement again until year's end. They didn't say it then, and they aren't saying now that the curfew is directly related to the drop in crime. This is not mission accomplished. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. We had a 59% decline in carjackings. Um, between those curfew hours gives us information to say that there is a connection. Uh, but after 30 days, I think all of us would agree it's probably premature. But county leaders say overall violent crime did drop noticeably, especially during the hours of the curfew. Coupled with engaged parental involvement. Police Chief Malik Aziz says a behavior was changed. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. In Montgomery County, a deeper look into whether students are treated equally has led to calls for changes within the school system. The anti-racist study conducted by independent auditors was presented to the Board of Education and it calls on Montgomery County Public Schools to develop a new approach to ensuring all students are treated equal. The study looked into six areas including equity when it comes to curriculum and an evaluation of school cultures. The problem, the report says, policies differ greatly from school to school and a more system-wide comprehensive approach is needed. Other recommendations include a better accountability system for racial equity work. Responding to the audit, Superintendent Monifa McKnight says, quote, as a result of this work, when we ask ourselves what will be different, the answer must be we will be different. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Have you been hit with a crippling cyber attack that stemmed from a third-party vendor? Executive Order 14028 calls for changes in cyber supply chain risk management to help agencies work with vendors more securely. Risk Recon, a MasterCard company, 
gives you the visibility to understand and act on risk in your cyber supply chain, giving you the clarity you need to do business with vendors who meet all compliance standards. Don't wait. Learn more today at riskrecon.com. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. Good Wednesday morning, middle of the week, October 12th. Welcome in. It's 408 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving in weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. No change over in Prince George's County, Fort Washington. 210 North and all traffic being diverted to Palmer Road and Livingston Road as a result of the closure between Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road due to the crash involving a pedestrian which occurred late last night. Again, all traffic still being diverted, uh, and it's still early, so there's not a big delay. But again, if you're going to commit to it, definitely give yourself some extra time to get around that diversion. Now, up in Baltimore, headed up toward the Baltimore Beltway, in the process of reopening uh, the northbound lanes uh, between I-195 and I-695, we're getting by the work zone. Two lanes to the left there are hurriedly backing up along the right side there, so be careful. I do believe that the exit ramp to the outer loop of the Baltimore Beltway, exit 49A, that has now been reopened, so you once again have access to it. Over on the Bay Bridge, for now, westbound span still blocked for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. Delays are brief. Continuing west toward Annapolis between Cape St. Clair Road and Baydale Drive, eventually down to one single lane to the left through the paving project, but as of late, delays have been brief. 66 eastbound, still working for now between 29 and Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane gets you by. And again, getting by single file to right between Nutley Street and the Beltway. The good news is they've completely reopened a ramp to the outer loop, so you have both lanes available again. And the ramp to the inner loop has also been reopened. And just about done picking up the work on the inner loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. So it looks like they've got a, maybe another 100 barrels to get out of the roadway, and then you'll have all lanes open. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the weather for you as we make our way through the next couple of days. Your Wednesday still looking pretty nice. And the last day before we see some rain. But no rain Wednesday, even though we'll have a lot of cloud cover. Going for highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. I'm going 72 in the city. As you make your way into the day on Tuesday, a cold front moves our way. Gives us a good chance for rain most of the day. Some of that could be on the heavy side. Maybe even a couple of thunderstorms with a high in the upper 60s to around 70. Clearing out and better on Friday. Cool but highs in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, it's 53 degrees in Hyattsville, 43. Fredericksburg, Virginia, 51. Eastern Maryland, we are at 56 degrees now in our nation's capital. 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, October 12th. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
Longman. From Washington to Kyiv, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24 7, 365, 103.5 FM, and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments on WTOP. It's Marlowe Furniture's fabulous Red Tag Savings event, and your chance to get the lowest prices with Red Tag Savings of 60% off store wide, plus special no interest financing. All Marlowe showrooms are filled with hundreds of in stock items marked down. Marlowe sofas and sectionals, Red Tag. Casual and formal dining rooms, Red Tag. Motion furniture, leather furniture, Red Tag. Even Marlowe bedroom furniture. Save 60% off and special no interest financing. At Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. This is WTOP News. In Montgomery County here at home, a deeper look into whether students are treated equally, leading to calls, we're told, for changes within the school system itself. The anti-racist study conducted by independent auditors was presented to the Board of Education, and it calls on Montgomery County Public Schools to develop a new approach to ensuring all students are treated equal. The study looked into six areas, including equity when it comes to curriculum and an evaluation of school cultures. The problem, the report says, policies differ greatly from school school to school and a more system-wide comprehensive approach is needed. Other recommendations include a better accountability system for racial equity work. Responding to the audit, Superintendent Monifa McKnight says, quote, as a result of this work, when we ask ourselves what will be different, the answer must be we will be different. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Latest now on the war between Ukraine and Russia. Russian forces unleashing a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine this week, a day after strikes that killed at least 19 G7 leaders meeting this week, promising Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. As the G7 meeting actually was taking place, Ukraine was at the same time again being hammered by dozens of Russian missiles. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green Tuesday morning brings us up to date. A missile flew over his house. It's a very distinct sound, and you instantly understand that uh, the danger is right here. And Yuri Sack, advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense. It was a sound which lasted half a second, and then the next second there was an explosion. And that explosion in central Kiev, it actually happened less than one kilometer from, from my apartment. It was a bit of a wake-up call. He was literally awakened by the missile, but he says it's also a reminder. You know, we've had air raid sirens, yes, pretty regularly, but we didn't have any missile strikes. He said he and his fellow Ukrainians are motivated and resolute, and a sign of that resolve appeared street with a big crater left behind by a missile was completely filled and paved over and Ukrainians were going about their business. JJ, there was some positive news about Ukrainian POWs, so tell us about that. Yeah, Ukraine says 32 of its soldiers, Hillary, have been freed and the body of an Israeli citizen who fought for Ukraine has been returned in a prisoner swap with Russia. According to Andrei Yermak, who is the head of the president's office, said that another exchange of prisoners took place and that this had uh, essentially moved forward. And 
that they're hoping to get more people freed in these swaps in coming weeks and days. He said all of the soldiers had been in places where fierce fighting was going on, and some of them had actually been considered missing. So these soldiers, he said, are undergoing medical examinations and are going to be reunited with their families. With the latest in the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. Talking with Sean and Hillary, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hey, Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, October 12th, 2022. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. 415 Sports Time indeed and Rob's turn this morning. A long day of playoff baseball ended with the Dodgers' 5-3 victory over the Padres in game one of their NLDS just as the rain hit Southern California. Former National Trade Turner hit a 419-foot home run to spark the early scoring and that uh, held up thanks to the L.A. bullpen's four scoreless innings of relief. The Phillies opened the day by beating the Braves 7-6 in the other NLDS Game 1. In the American League, the Yankees got a strong start from Garrett Cole in a 4-1 win over the Guardians. And what a finish in Houston. The Astros came back from four runs down in the eighth inning to stun the Mariners 8-7 on a Jordan Alvarez three-run walk-off home run. That makes him only the second player in postseason history to hit a walk-off homer with his team down to its last out. The Washington Commanders tried to squash another controversy before heading to Chicago. Ron Rivera apologized for Monday's stunning remarks about the quarterback play. I had an opportunity to speak to the players, and I was very, you know, up front and just told them, hey, that's on me. I should know better. Me of all people should know better, to be honest. I mean, I've been doing this quite some time, and for me not to finish my thought completely, I messed up. The quarterback, Carson Wentz, says it's all good, coach. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is a very straightforward, upfront guy, and he addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was really cool, and what he meant by it all, so. I feel very confident in that. Wentz was limited at practice with a right shoulder that should not prevent him from playing Thursday nights. The Ravens' Marcus Williams won't play for at least four weeks. He's on injured reserve with a dislocated wrist. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 417, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 12th, 2022. Welcome in. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this early Wednesday morning, President Joe Biden says... A slight recession he believes is possible but does not think it will happen in that he is in strong disagreement right now with major investment banks and economic experts, some of whom believe they're already in a recession. Russian forces unleashing a fresh barrage of missiles on Ukraine. We've been telling you this overnight early morning. This was a day after strikes that killed at least 19 people. G7 leaders meeting this week promised Ukraine would get help to fight Russia for as long as it takes. Police in the Turks and Caicos Islands made an arrest in the shooting death of a Northern Virginia man while killed on vacation last week. Kent Carter, vice president of the Arlington branch of the NAACP, was returning to his hotel from jet skiing when suspected gang members opened fire on his car. The shooting incidents of last Sunday, the 2nd of October, remain very shocking. Police Commissioner Trevor Botting says a man has been arrested and is being held in connection with the shooting. In the last seven days, an arrest has been made of a person of interest who remains in custody. The Turks and Caicos Islands have been grappling with an increase in gun violence, believed driven by drug gangs and turf wars. Carter had been in the islands celebrating his 40th birthday. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Legendary actress Angela Lansbury, who starred for years on Murder, She Wrote on CBS, has died this week at 96. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes, where the time now is 4.18. Good morning. 
traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, let's check in now with Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, for now, 210 Northbound remains closed between Palmer Road and Kirby Hill Road as a result of the crash under investigation uh, involving a pedestrian which occurred last night in the 11 o'clock hour. Still no word from Prince George's police as of yet. Uh, again, give yourself some extra time. Not a big delay getting past the diversion. But again, just be careful with more folks getting on the roadway. We're expecting to see a little bit more of a delay there building up. Now, beyond the crash scene, once you come back on from Kirby Hill Road, which you can do, uh, nothing else anyway, getting up to the Beltway. Uh, Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's County is looking good. They're wrapping up the overnight work on the idle loop of the Beltway that began on the Legion Bridge and extended to uh, Georgetown Pike. Just about done picking it up, so good news there. They did pick up the work on the inner loop between uh, Route 50 and I-66, with the exception of the closure of the ramps to both eastbound and westbound 66. Those ramps are still closed. Still working 66 eastbound between uh, 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane gets you by. Same goes for the stretch between Nutley Street and the Beltway, also down to a single right lane through the work zone. Royalty is coming to Maryland. Play the new Cash is King and Lady Luck scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery with prizes up to $2 million instantly. And please play responsibly. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Another nice autumn day out there, a chilly start, a comfortable afternoon with a mix of clouds and sunshine. More clouds later in the day and mostly cloudy tonight with lows in the 50s to around 60 and the chance for some rain after midnight. We'll have rain tomorrow, the chance for some thunderstorms, even the potential for some strong to severe storms, mainly later in the day. The biggest concerns, heavy rain and gusty damaging winds. There's also a low threat for an isolated weak tornado. So you'll want to remain weather ready. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. 44 degrees in Ruston. You're waking up to 53 in Bethesda this early morning. 44 as well in Woodbridge. 4 a.m. hour Wednesday morning, midweek, October 12th, 2022. We're at 56 and holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 421. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, ANOVA's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend ANOVA's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit ANOVA.org slash journey. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville is facing a backlash this week over recent comments during a rally with former President Trump in show in Nevada. Tuberville spent part of that speech criticizing Democrats. Well, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. They're not owed that. His comments are part of a broader critique in the final weeks before the November 8th election when control of Congress is at stake about how Democrats have responded to rising crime rates. But critics say Tupperville's remarks actually about reparations played into racist stereotypes about black people committing crimes. This morning, Jennifer Kobina Dungy, professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, with her take 
and reaction when first hearing that part of his speech. You know, my initial reactions when I heard it, it was certainly one of disgust. When we talk about reparations, this is commonly associated with Black Americans being compensated for centuries of slavery. So it's about compensating Black Americans who are the descendants of enslaved people for the inhumane suffering of their ancestors. And so Senator Tuberville's remarks equating reparations with people who commit crimes is not only ignorant, but it's a racist comment. The senator ultimately was suggesting that descendants of black slaves are criminals. So ultimately, he was calling all black people criminals. Uh, and I will say, you know, it's well established in the literature that Americans, uh, particularly uh, white individuals, strongly tend to associate criminal activity with race and race with criminal activity. That is, more specifically, blacks are generally characterized and perceived as being aggressive, hostile, criminal, and violent. And so the senator's comments was directed to white voters and trying to evoke these preconceived notions that black people are the ones responsible for crime. Thus, if they are the ones who are responsible for committing crimes, then they're not deserving of anything else, let alone reparations. Who is committing most of the crimes in our country? There's a ton of research that shows that the public does tend to overestimate the proportion of crimes committed by black people. But according to the FBI's data that was released in December 2021, so less than a year ago, there was more than 7 million people who were known by law enforcement to engage in criminal activity. Of those who offended, more than half, 51% were white, 30% were black, and 2% were of other races. And then the race was unknown for about 17% of these reported known offenses. So I just want to really highlight, based upon the FBI's data, we see that 51%, the majority of people who actually engage in crimes are actually white, right? But there, again, there is this perception that black individuals are the ones who are more likely to engage in criminal activity. That's Jennifer Kovina-Tanshi, professor of criminal justice at Michigan State University, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. WTOP News Time now, 425. Money News, each half hour, 25 and 55 on WTOP. Preview now, this Wednesday morning early for your business week. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. With personal computer sales slowing and inflation rising, Intel is preparing for major job cuts. Sources say the chip maker could lay off thousands of workers. An announcement could come later this month, around the same time as Intel's third quarter earnings report on October 27th. Today is day two of Amazon's Prime Day sequel amid signs that it may be a flop. The research firm Clover says early indications yesterday were that sales were about the same as any other day. It's another sign that retailers are in for a tough holiday season ahead and will need deep discounts to clear excess inventory. Separately, workers at an Amazon warehouse in Southern California are the latest to seek a union vote. About 800 employees in Moreno Valley, east of Los Angeles, want to join the upstart Amazon Labor Union. They filed paperwork with the National Labor Relations Board seeking to hold a unionization vote. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. 
Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity.